Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. All right, I'm scared about the grease fire, but light it. Oh! Whoa! Oh! It exploded oh. in your face. In your face. In your face. It smells good in here, though. You know, you don't get many grease fires, do you? Purposeful grease fires. You know, you literally put logs out there. Sometimes you burn paper. We burn grease in the studio here because oh. that's the kind. It's all over my face. That's the kind of people we are. That's the kind of commitment we have. Grease fire. A, a nice little grease fire. Just be careful. We got the fire extinguisher here. I want it to smell like French fries. Don't throw thought, water on it. No. Do not no. throw water on that grease fire. On a fire. grease fire. No. I have a fire blanket and I have a fire extinguisher here that we can use. Do not throw the water on it. If this was last week during our normal fire, water was allowed, right? It's only grease fires that you can't put water on? I believe that's right. Too much talk about the fire now. Let's talk about the NFL. Week 18 is here. It's here. I think every game has meaning except for one. Can you find the one? Is it's it like a Jets weird, Patriots? Weird, yes. Yeah. That wasn't even that I think exciting. We, huh? That wasn't even that exciting. I was going to have like a you, Waldo, you, point, like, you pointed it out earlier this week, and I just remembered it. But you know, you know, Do you know why we pointed it out? Because of Brad Allen. Because of Brad Allen. We said, just put Brad Allen on that game. Oh, and, of mean- course, they did it. Actually, there's one more game that's meaningless. Oh. Mm. Can you give me the conference since I, I can do, like... I'll give you one better than that. They're both give me the, the same division? state. It's not Cleveland-Cincinnati, is it? Of course it's Cleveland-Cincinnati. The Browns can't do anything. They can't move up or They're down. They're stuck at the and five the and are the Bengals are eliminated. Huh. It means nothing. Yeah, I mean, I remember I already saw that Joe Flacco's not playing this no, week. No, he's not playing. Man, Joe gets to take a little nap this week. Uh, they're starting their fifth quarterback this year, by the way. Jeff yeah. Driscoll. Because DTR's hurt, too, so he can't step in. And what's his fifth name? Who's the other guy? Has been hurt this entire time. The the other backup. The, yes, one of the original, oh, um, not DTR. Oh, my God. The guy who we thought was going to start against the Steelers forever. I know the guy who we uh, thought PJ was PJ Walker, right? Yeah, yeah, like PJ that, Walker. Yeah. Um, the guy who we thought Walker. was going to start against the Steelers, and then DTR was, got the I start. I hope it was PJ Walker because if not, I'm going to look so dumb. It was PJ. Okay, Walker, cool. Thank God. But Jeff Driscoll is supposed to start against the uh, Bungles this week. Bungles are a seven-point favorite. Uh, I guess the only kind of meaning in this game is that the Bengals would go nine and eight, and the division would all be over 500. But that's just a cool little like fun factoid. Like that's not that means that doesn't yeah, matter as cares. far as anything. So weird way that game doesn't mean anything either. Uh, but Vikings Lions, the Lions can still move up. Jags Titans, big deal for the Jags. Uh, Falcons Saints, the winner of that game gets the division if the Buccaneers lose to the Panthers. So those games both have meaning. The Bears mm-hmm. can knock the Packers out of the playoffs. The Broncos beat the Raiders. That helps the Steelers if the Steelers lose. The Eagles and the Giants matter because the Eagles. Trying to hold on to the hope to get right. the AFC East or NFC East, probably not going to happen. But still, they have to. They have to win. 
Seattle uh, needs to win and then get some help, so that game matters in Arizona. They need to win because if Dallas somehow loses, Philly still needs to win to get that division. So if they lose, if they just fold fold over, then they still lose the division. Here's one. Found another one that doesn't matter. Chiefs Chargers. Because the Chiefs, Chiefs are already are locked, locked in. in. Doesn't yeah. matter. No one's starting. So Chargers the United. NFL had so many chances to put Brad Allen and his referee crew Three chances. on a meaningless game. Three chances. Chiefs, Chargers, Jets, Patriots, Bengals, Browns. Three games that mean nothing. That have no output and to the And they did it. No, instead they put it on the lead dog, the leadoff hitter, the Steelers-Ravens game at 430 where... I think the league wanted that leadoff because if the Steelers win, then there's all these scenarios that they know that needs to but happen. But do you think he put him? They put him on that game just so that, you know, it wasn't like. Well, wasn't the uh, Thurs? Was it the Saturday night game? Sat or Seattle? Yeah, it was because there was no Monday night game last week. It was just Saturday night. It was the first game of the week, wasn't it? Well, Williamson's theory on why he's not on one of the meaningless games is like there's probably other crews that are. Even worse than yeah. Brad Allen, but Brad Allen just, just made these bonehead moves on primetime yeah. games. So like everybody is in the he's in the public eye a lot more than these really bad. What games. I was gonna say is because the Dallas and and Detroit game last week was early, maybe they're trying to bury the lead with Brad Allen, just get it out of the way. So by the time Sunday comes around and you have all the other games except for the two that are playing on Saturday, you're not gonna be focused on Brad Allen. But okay, that kind of defeats you do the purpose. That if you just put him at Jets Patriots where no one's paying attention anyway. Yeah, like, this is a nationally televised game. That means like, a he's, lot. He's gonna be watched. Right. The, that's why I, I texted Labs because Labs was the one who broke the news to me. I said win by fourteen plus points. Don't let that jerk change anything with his outcome. Like don't don't yeah. let them make a mistake and have it cost you a spot at the playoffs. And then you have you spend the entire offseason blaming Brad Allen for not making it to the playoffs. Which is just erroneous anyway. But but, but it's just, what it's what any fan base I, would and do. I'm just saying don't leave it in his hands. When leave no doubt on the scoreboard where again, I don't think Brad Allen wanted the Cowboys to win. I don't think Brad Allen would want the Ravens to win, but he's clearly Incompetent at his and, job. And that's another part. It's Ravens Steelers. You know it's going to be physical. You know there are going to be penalties thrown. And you're going to put this guy on that game? But to Williamson's point, it's probably worse Cruz. Yeah. It's a bad state of officiating, not uh-huh. just in the NFL. Look around all of sports. Yeah, it's not good. It's really bad. I mean, I'm, go- I, I'm a sports guy, I'm a junkie. I watch all of the sports. Give me all the sports. You know that song, uh-huh. We Like Sports? I like to think that that song's based on me. Okay. We like sports, and I don't care who knows. From shooting hoops to the Astrodome. NBA, terrible. MLB uh-huh. umps, the maybe worst. the worst. Yeah. NHL refs, always been such a garage. Uh-huh. NCAA basketball, oh, so terrible. inconsistent. One half, nothing's called. Second right. half, they call everything. Right. How can you play that way? I don't know. College football, I mean, they're in just the same as bad as the, the NFL. NFL. Yeah, there is not one league where you go. Oh, okay. they it's really consistent. have a they really have right. a good handle on things. Huh? That referee, they are very consistent out there. I mean, even if you go into the Premier League, I mean, it's basically all VAR with their uh-huh. refereeing, and that still gets it wrong mm-hmm. most of the time. So, it's an epidemic, not just in the NFL. Um, but I look kind of towards the NFL as the forefront of all the leagues, especially domestically. Why aren't you? leading the charge towards fixing this? Why aren't you putting more energy towards fixing this referee problem? 
Um, and I think the obvious starting point is full-time, full-time refs. Right. How every are you the league, only league? Every other league has them, and they're still bad. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's the it first logical step for the NFL is full-time refs. Why, why these guys are financiers and lawyers and accountants, and then they fly on Saturday on a, 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 a plane ride paid for by the league to ref these games and get, like, what, $200,000, $300,000 a year on top of already their enormous salary. Dude, I don't get it. It's, it is a billion-dollar industry. These games mean so much. The Brad Allen example is the Lions would have been the two-seed. If, if Brad Allen would have just done his job correctly and instead they're going to be the three seed, they're going to have to go to Dallas probably in the divisional round instead of hosting that game. So there's so much importance to this job. Why leave it in the hands of a part-timer? That, that to me, is the first logical step for the NFL. And then when you make them full-time, I mean, make them full-time. Right. It's not just you work from September, August, August through to February, February for the right. best. You got to take classes in March and April. Uh, you got to, you know, go to training sessions in May. You go around the rookie mini camps in in May. You go around to OTAs in June, and you're around training. Like it needs to be, your your training. You're you're reading the rule book. You have to take a test again every off season about the rule book. Like, mm-hmm. make it full time and and make it a full time job. And I think it won't happen overnight, but naturally over time you'll just see the refereeing becoming a little bit better and and at the very least they'll have a better understanding of the rules yeah I'm that's with my you. ref tangent right there. no it's it's completely warranted the refs have been a huge part or a huge excuse me segment of this of this season They're just the story too many times right right they, that's they that's the issue the, story. the fact that week after week after week we're talking about the refs like the story should have been as if they're their own team the story should have been yeah. Holy crap, the cojones on Dan right, Campbell going right. for that two and getting it. And, oh, my God, the Lions are the two seed now. And instead it's Brad Allen, Brad Allen, Brad Allen. The league cannot stand for that. That can't be like Goodell can't be sitting in his office with his feet on his desk and be like, <laughs> I got them all talking about the straps. That's exactly what will keep my league healthy and, and lucrative. Like, no, he knows it's not good that the, the main takeaways from weeks, mm-hmm. weeks, like the main takes after weeks of NFL games are refs. Like, that can't lead first take. That can't be your leading A-block topic. And it is too much for this league. So, all right, tangent aside, get better right. refs. But every league needs to get better refs. Let's Looking around the schedule, let's land on that NFC South conglomerate. Two games, four teams, three still alive. If the Buccaneers beat the Panthers, it's a wash. Doesn't matter what Falcons or Saints do, the Bucs get the division. So the Bucs are in the driver's seat right now. But if the Bucs were to lose to the Panthers... The winner of the Falcons or the Saints game would get into the playoffs as the NFC South champion. These games both kick off at 1, so you're going to get your best effort from the Falcons and the Saints. Mm-hmm. They're going to play like their lives depend on it. I just don't see how the Panthers beat the Buccaneers. I know the Buccaneers got beat bad at home by the Saints, but the Saints aren't a good team, and they're still 10 times better than the Carolina Panthers. So it's very hard for me to see Tampa Bay... They were in a position last week to win and get the division. They failed to do so. You get a second chance here, kind of get a double elimination go at it. I I think they make it. And I know Baker's dealing with the rib injury. Even maybe without Baker, I think they would find a way to win this game against Carolina. I think it's going to look a lot like the Jags game did last week against Carolina where you got to beat the Panthers and just do it 26-9. And the the Panthers are just so bad. I I, I really have a hard time seeing them beat the Buccaneers in this game. Maybe it's close. 
because the Buccaneers maybe, you know, get a little tight because of all the, the pressure on them. But I don't think the Saints and the Falcons are going to uh, rush to the locker room, look at the scoreboard, whoever the winning team is, and get excited. I think they're going to be pretty upset. I, I got the Bucks one in the South. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's hard to uh, to predict. And if they don't, Tom, then I can't wait for whether it's the Eagles or the Cowboys to completely beat up on whoever the NFC South team is. I don't, I don't care if it's between New Orleans or who it is between New Orleans and Atlanta. Neither of them are going to put up a fight. And I'd really be upset because you just don't want to see a, a team with a losing record get into the playoffs, right? That's the only reason I'm rooting for Tampa Bay. If Tampa Bay already had the division locked up, I'd say I, I couldn't care less about this game. But I just don't want to see a team with a losing record get into the postseason, so that's why I'm rooting for Tampa Bay. They should win, but, I mean, they should have won last week against the Saints and got blown out. So I can't really say that I'm confident that, even though they're playing a much worse team against Carolina this week, that I'm all the way in on the Bucks winning this week. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. I agree with you there. Who's going to get the last wild card in the NFC? Let's look at the matchups. Because you got to have Packers win and they're in. Or Packers lose and the Seahawks win and they're in. And then I guess... Is there a way that the Vikings can get? I guess there's an outside shot at the Vikings too, but they need the Seahawks to lose, the Packers to lose, something else I think to happen, and then they need themselves to beat the Lions, which I don't think is going to happen. But uh, so it's either to me, so it's the two Seahawks teams. need it's to Seattle beat the Cardinals. Seahawks got to beat the Cardinals, and then they need the Packers to lose to the Bears, and they're in. Packers beat the Bears, they're in. Did you see what Justin Fields said about Green Bay? No. He said like, I know it's tough to go in there, like it's Green Bay. You know, all they really care about football is probably because they have nothing else to do while they're in Green Bay. Just a little, little shade thrown. Okay. I like it, Justin Fields. This, I mean... You he, like the Bears to win this game, don't you? I kind of do. So you predict the Seahawks no, to get in? No, because they're going to lose to the Cardinals. So who's the Vikings that? are going to get in. Get out of here. I think it's going to be Seattle. I think Seattle's going to take care of business. I don't think it's going to be too hard for them in Arizona. You don't think Arizona, after that win against... Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Arizona's playing better, and it's in Arizona, and Kyler Murray's starting, and they're going to play everybody. Um, I don't know. I just think Seattle's going to bounce back. Well, divisional game, get the win. They should. I mean, they're. I mean, as high as the Steelers are after that win, the Seahawks are put, probably feeling pretty crappy, right? Because they pulled off the win against... Uh, Philadelphia from a few weeks ago. Then they escape with a clutch win against Tennessee the week after. They're thinking, 
if we beat the Eagles, we can sweep Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Arizona. We don't have to worry about anything getting into the postseason. And they probably looked at that win against Pittsburgh or that game against Pittsburgh as a should win, as a we can probably beat this team, right? As iffy as you and I were and everyone here in Pittsburgh was about going to Seattle, I'm sure everyone was in Seattle was saying, the Steelers haven't won here in 40 years. They're not going to win here now with Mason Rudolph after starting just one game all season. There's no way. We have we finally get a, we get Geno Smith back again. So I'm sure Seattle's desperate, you know, after letting one slip away against Pittsburgh. It, to me, though, I, I have a feeling – didn't you bring this up that Jordan Love has statistically been like the best quarterback? Yeah, for like, like the five, last six, six weeks. weeks. Like yeah, that. most touchdowns, best touchdown interception ratio, one of the highest passer ratings. Yeah, he's been outstanding. Let's just go through those numbers real quick. I mean, let me tell you this: I said at the beginning of the year Jordan Love was good. You and did. Then I immediately you were, and then you immediately went away from that. I shouldn't have done that. You should not have. Thirty touchdowns and eleven interceptions. This okay, week. let me take you back, dating back to November nineteenth. These are his numbers. Two, uh, 322, two picks, zero t- uh, interceptions. Two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Two touchdowns, zero. 268, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Oof. 267, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Oh. 218 in a loss to the Giants, one tutty, one pick. 284, two touchdowns, zero picks. 219, two touchdowns, zero picks. Last week, 256, three tutty, zero picks. So dating back to mid-November, he has one. He throws a ton interception. of touchdowns too. I mean, there was what three, three touchdown games in there. One, two, three. Yeah. And then a lot of the other ones were twos. All twos I mean, except for one where he lost against the, the against Giants. The Giants. That was a bad loss for them. But yeah, I mean, good lord, he's been on a passer rating above 100 in every single one of those games except for the Giants. Do you know what's funny too? Justin Fields has been really good as well. Yeah, he has been. Stretch oh, he's Bears. been giving Bears fans headaches. I know. Because what are we? What Wait. are they gonna do? I think you stay. I think you keep him. Okay, but what does Justin Fields? But he so what does Justin Fields want to do? I don't know, but he becomes really expensive right away. Yeah. You pick if up you keep deal. him, he's now beyond his rookie contract. You're you're keeping him for a reason. You can't just say, "Well, we like you, but we like you. We don't like you enough to really give you a max contract." No one else. You know, we're the only team that knows you, so we're going to be the only team that's going to be willing to pay you. That's not the case. If they trade this first number one overall pick, though, that's the second straight year in a row that they've traded the number one pick. And this year they're going to get even more because the value on Caleb Williams' this number one is a lot well, more well, than Bryce well, Young's. Well, a lot more than Bryce Young's. Let me Young's. backtrack. If they keep Fields, do you think they trade the first pick no, or, or trading, their pick? They're trading the first pick. You don't think they want to take a floater on Marvin Harrison Why Jr.? Why would you not trade? You could still do that if you trade back like two or three spots. Why would you not trade the one that has the boatload value? To I it? guess no so. No one cares about the 10th pick where they're going to be picking. No, None of the quarterbacks are going to be there. They want Caleb Williams. You're going to get a ton for them. If yeah. you trade back, if you keep fields, you trade back, you get a king's ransom, you, you draft well. Jacob, you have a chance to build yourself some Niners type roster. Yeah, you can I have wonder a ton who's of the team, or maybe teams that are going to be constantly calling the Bears. Washington, Arizona, maybe New York. What if it's Carolina? The John. <laughs> <The John. laughs> can we get those back, please? Can we get we, uh, J.K. on that? That pick. yeah, we didn't mean it. Um, That'd be so funny. I saw the Giants in a mock draft throw some capital. Yeah, I mean Bears it's not going to be Tommy DeVito or. Uh, Daniel Jones is the, still is the key. I think Daniel it's going to be Daniel Jones, but you know what else? Someone brought up Tim brought this up. 
I would kick the tires on Mason Rudolph if I was the Giants. If you're going to go in with Daniel Jones. Yeah. Because if he stinks, then I throw Mason in there. And I see what I got there. Um, Giants would be an interesting... I bet, like... It won't be a team like the Giants that make the move. I bet it'll be a team like the Commanders that'll pay a ton. Like, really mortgage their future. How about that? If the Commanders in one offseason get... He's from D.C. too, Caleb Williams. Get Caleb so Williams and... Kid. But it doesn't matter. I mean, come on, hometown kid. I mean, that's fun. Yeah, but that doesn't mean, like, I don't know. Anyways, what if— You're not—I know he's from Jersey, but he went to college here at Pitt. You've seen how much that matters to people. Yeah, I now guess You're going to so. tell me that it doesn't matter? I guess so. He yeah, was, yeah, he, he wasn't point. even born here. Where Williams point. was born in D.C. Uh, but what I was going to say is how crazy would it be for Washington in one offseason if they got Caleb Williams and they got Belichick? Have you been seeing that? Yes. Belichick to the Chargers too has some steam too, right? Yeah, I'm I'm guessing Belichick would probably want to go to LA. You have the guy that's already established in uh yeah, in Herbert. Like, LA, and the defense is like LA Washington just gutted their defense. Does LA strike you as a Belichick type of town? No, though? not I mean, at all. I know they've been a pretty crappy team lately, but at least with Washington, you build that up, you have a home field advantage. You know There's what? no home field advantage You in know LA. what's crazy to me? Um, this obviously is not going to happen now. And you have no cap space in LA. But either. say the Bills kind of bottomed out. You know, they fire the OC, nothing happens. They lose, they lose, they lose. They're out of the playoffs. Like we all thought could have happened, like back in week seven, week eight. Dermot. Talk about a, a, a Belichickian kind of town. What's more Belich- outside of New England and Boston? What's more Belichickian than Buffalo? Well, your ridiculous hypothetical won't come true. It's ridiculous. McDermott's yeah, going to stay right where he is. Him and all of his. Pre-game speeches oh, are staying. McDermott <laughs> might win the Super Bowl. So yeah. Um, Can you imagine? Wait, 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 wait. Could you imagine if the Bills win the Super Bowl? McDermott gets up on the podium. No, 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 no. We're not going down there. <laughs> oh no, 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 my no, God. No, 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 no. We're gonna move right on there. Um, the Rams aren't playing their starters in this game against the Niners. They don't need to. It's, they do though, technically. Because they, they can move down. They don't care though. I don't think. I don't think they care. Go to Dallas. Go to, to Detroit. Detroit. It don't matter to us. We'll pick either one. Uh, a win, they're a six seed for sure. They lose in the Packers win. The Packers beat the Rams this year. So the Packers would whoop leapfrog into the sixth whoop. spot. And the Rams would be the seventh seed. If they lose and the Packers lose and the Seahawks win, the Rams would stay in the sixth seed, though, because they beat the Seahawks twice this year. They have mm-hmm. the season sweep on them. So Packers win and a Rams loss means you're the seventh seed. But I just think they look at Detroit and they look at Dallas and they're like, we got to go on the road against both. Both have really prolific offenses. Both of their defenses have been vulnerable lately. Kind of an even matchup, if you ask mm-hmm. us. They just played each other, and it was a two-point game. Who cares who we have to go play? I'd rather rest Matt Stafford this week than, you know, play our asses off to ensure you go to Detroit over Dallas. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it matters to them. In fact, maybe you want to go to Dallas instead of Detroit. Oh, I would. Dallas is really good at it. Plus. Although Detroit just went there and beat them, technically. Like, oh, see, we're really stuck here. Like, you don't trust Dallas. You think Dallas is Fugazi. Yeah, but I think people look at the the uh, the Lions as like a team that, even though first the Dallas time, are Fugazis. But this first time here for right, Detroit. Right. Haven't hosted this since 93. Uh-huh. And if you're and the Rams, if you're the Rams, Seahawks, and Packers, you've done it. I mean, not maybe super recently. The Rams just won the Super Bowl. It's a pretty different team now. But the Rams, Seahawks, and Packers have all been here, done that, in the early rounds at least, much more in, in recent years than the Lions have. I just want to see Stafford going for Ford Field. 
I just think that that would just I really be, don't, Tom. Don't. Because of the Lions? Poor yeah. Lions fans? Yeah. Well, they can still beat him. It's not illegal to I, beat what him. I, you know what I want? If the Rave, or the Lions have the three seed, right? I want the Packers with the six seed. Whatever needs to happen. So that means the Packers win, the Seahawks lose, and the Rams lose, right? Packers lose, Rams. No, Packers win. Seahawks lose, Rams lose. Well, Seahawks don't matter if the Packers win. Yeah, Rams need to lose then, and then you get the sixth seed if you're the Packers. I want that. Packers line. Give me that. Pack at Detroit. Rematch from Thanksgiving where the Packers just... just let Detroit beat up on, on Green Bay. The Packers win into... No, I know, I know, I know, year. I know, I know. But I'm saying give Detroit the chance to get their first playoff win in 30-what-some years against Green Bay of all teams. That's what I want. I don't want Matt Stafford going into Detroit as a visitor and spoiling their best season in 30 years. Which way are you leaning in the uh, first win in your end game, Texans Colts Saturday night? I mean, Houston. I am too because, and I got Tim so mad about this on on Wednesday night. Really, Tim uh, has got upset about it. I take like, that difference well, from his. He didn't like that people. The young. I said I'm going to steal a phrase from the youngins here and say he's him. And Tim did not like that. He, he is him. He doesn't like when people are called him, and he doesn't like when people are called fire. So I said, do you think it's just because it's overused? Like so many people are trying to claim themselves. Has been fire this year, and this is his "I'm him" moment, or his first of many "I'm him" moments. He's going to go into Indianapolis. He's going to this. If the Colts win, it's an "I'm him" moment for Shane Steichen. I wouldn't say like not for Gardner. You can't say it's Garner Minshew or is Jonathan Taylor going to be playing in that game? I'm not sure, but I think Shane Steichen already kind of has his "I'm him." Moment as far as really, they got the coach in definitive the, in the next moment, couple of years, but like definitive well, moment mean, to see if he wants to go up to that next year. No, yeah, but I'm saying he's established, he's he'll be there for a few years. Now. Yeah, I mean, you gotta give this guy a shot. Um, you never know with the NFL. I mean, they, they fire coaches who win playoff games, so, and I know the Colts are just as good as Houston, just as good as the Steelers for that matter. They beat the Steelers, it's in it's in Indy. I'd rather see Houston in the playoffs. Like selfishly, I'd want you to see CJ Stroud and and see that kind and of and the young coach. I mean, first, they're both young coaches. The first, I guess. Um, who cares about the coaches really? It's all about the players. I want to see CJ Stroud and his first experience in the playoffs. If it goes to Arrowhead or something like that, I, I think that would be a very interesting thing to watch. So I'm I'm selfishly rooting for the Texans, and I think the Texans are going to win anyway. I think the Texans are going to win. I I'll tell you this. I'm impressed either way. Because I think the Texans are should be the favorite. So if the Colts pull it off, good for them for pulling a season out where you weren't really sure who Shane Steichen could be for you. Your quarterback situation was messed up in, what, week five? You thought you had a great guy, Anthony Richardson. It did look like it. And then you had to turn to Gardner Minshew. But you were able to keep your season afloat all the way to week 18. You win and you get in. And then on the reverse side of that coin, rookie head coach, D'Amico Ryan, Rookie quarterback, C.J. Shroud. You go on the road against a division rival. You win that game. Talk about cojones. I mean, even though we're saying, like, you'd much rather draw the rookie in the postseason because you're already there, to get there would be a huge, huge accomplishment for the two of them. I'm impressed by either team who wins this game. And then Sunday night. I just hope, I just hope that it's not a win due to a referee oh. involvement. Come on, that's right? ha- that's happening. Pi downfield, that's questionable to put. No, there. I mean, I mean beyond. I mean to the level, to the extent of Dallas, Detroit. Bills, Dolphins on Sunday Night Football uh, game of the week. Bills are two and a half point favorites. I think the Bills are going to take care of business here. You know, I, so do this I. Is, this is the one leg that the Steelers need to fall in their favor that I'm the most worried. You know, about. we were talking off air. Some people around SNR, like Mike Pursuta, Tim Benz, 
Seem to be pretty confident Miami can win that game. Don't, I don't see it. I just don't see it either. They are 7-1 and one at home. So they have a, a very good track record at home. But that one loss at home was to Tennessee. And they were yeah. up by 30. And it was historically recently, bad collapse. Recent. Wasn't it like 13 points in like a matter of two right. minutes or something They were like up there like, like 14, like two touchdowns with like three minutes to go. So, yeah, you're undefeated at home. And that was a December loss. Like, December losses weigh heavier than anything. Your home wins are Denver in week three when they were stinky. When they were poo-poo. They 70 to 20. The Giants. The poo-poo. Panthers. Poo-poo. The Patriots. Poo-poo. You played the Chiefs in Frankfurt, Germany as the home team, but you lost. And you lost. The Raiders came to Miami Stadium and almost beat the Dolphins after yeah. that Chiefs game. You lost to the Titans. You beat the Jets, and you beat the Cowboys at home. Poo-poo and Fugazi. And Last let me see, let me see, the, let me see. They were 3-0 and heading into the Bills game earlier this year. They had two wins on the road against the Patriots and the Chargers. They they were coming off the 70-20 to win against Denver. This was, we said on the show back then, this is it. This is Miami's moment. They take the division. We're, we are now, it's our turn now in the AFC East. And they got smoked. I mean, they got bullied out of, and Buffalo was spinning their tires back then, too. Did you know? Like, Buffalo wasn't even as good as they are right now. No, They have. Not even close. To have the confidence that those guys do in Miami I just don't think you're paying attention to how this Bills Dolphins series has gone down recently. No, you can't. I don't know historically what it like looks like the last couple of seasons, but I know this year. I mean, I remember last year they played in the playoffs, and to Miami's credit, even though that Miami was playing with what's his name, the backup, who I always forget his name, uh, Skyler Thompson. Skyler Thompson. I'm, I'm looking at this. Kept the, it close. Bills Dolphins head to head. Okay. Uh-huh. Dolphins have one win in their past. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven meetings. Jeez. One win. That's getting back to like 2018. They won in the Dolphins beat the Bills by two points in 2022, September 25th, early season game. Probably didn't mean Mm -hmm. much. And then before that, it was 2018 was their last win against the Buffalo Bills. That game, that Miami game, that was the game where Tua had his concussion in the heat. That was the game where Buffalo players were passing out. Do you remember that? I do remember that. So they did beat the Bills last year, but they were 1-2 and two because they lost to them in the playoff game as well. But yeah, one win in their past 11 meetings. That's hitting back to what, 2018 or 2017? 2018 was the second time that they had beat the Bills. So like Crazy. That's even before... Josh Allen really got there. Became Josh Allen. Yeah, because that was his rookie year. They started to uh-huh. build there. Dolphins were really trashy back then, too. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, I mean, this this is a rivalry that has been really one-sided lately. And even when both teams are good, it's still one-sided. Yeah. It's, uh... I, I, now, I remember, now, now, that, now that, that I know the history... That loss is coming back from 2022, too. I remember Allen, like, bounced that ball. Right. To a wide receiver. Right, right, like, right, right, right. It, I mean, guys were passing out on yeah. the field. It was so hot outside. They only outside. won by two. They could only beat them by two. So um, the, the Bills just owned it all. Now that I know the history, and you couple that with... Uh, the the game from earlier this season where the Bills won what forty eight to twenty, you couple that with the Bills' current four game win streak could be five if they win. You couple that with the the Dolphins being two and two in the stretch of December. Tell me why people are so overly confident that the Ravens or I'm sorry that the Dolphins are going to win that game. I I can't. That's and then and then you laid out too the Dolphins' home schedule this year. They haven't beaten anyone impressive at home. 
Not unless or you Dallas. say Dallas. Not unless you. But say that's Dallas. it. And, and you and you and you pause. You hesitate with Dallas. Yeah, I just don't trust Dallas. Is like Miami. Right. I mean, it was the same right. kind of thing. It was. I don't. So you trust can't really say they teams. had a great win at home against a good, good, good team. You can't say it. All right, puke bowl time. Okay, okay. I think you okay. got three choices because there's only three games that don't matter. I, the obvious, it's Jets Patriots. It's Jets Patriots, Jets Patriots for sure. Puke bowl. I, they, dude, let's not. How dare you make fun of me on my own show? <laughs> let's just not play the game, right? Like, and what does it matter? What is the point here? I guess bonuses for some players and their contracts, maybe if they get a yardage or something. What like did you that. say? The other like, two? It was uh, Browns Bengals means nothing because they're locked in. Cleveland is and Chargers Chiefs. Chargers Chiefs, same deal. But Chief. you can't call it a game with Patrick Mahomes a puke bowl team. Or a puke bowl game. You can when Mahomes is on the sidelines. Oh, true. So maybe that one. No, I mean, those are your only three that don't mean anything. Those are the only three where the... But, but of the three, Jets Patriots are the only one with yeah, doesn't two losing records. Yeah, it actually has a winning yeah, record right. or a team that, you know... Is in the playoffs, playing, right, great. right. Yeah, 100%. And, so and it's it, just Patriots. Yeah, definitely. Honestly, like, just out of spite, I want to give it to Falcons and Saints. But I can't. But it means so much. It means a lot. It actually means so much. But just face value... Falcons and Saints is a puke bowl game. All right, time for the triple play. Uh, hand up. I got a new notebook, and I don't remember what the scores were last week. And <laughs> oh, and no. I, I didn't have time to research it. And we don't even have, like, the season. So we're, we're starting. All right. All right, we're 0-0. Oh, no. All right, I love you that. You wish, you wish. By the power of podcasting, though, I can go back uh, and re-listen okay. to it all. So we'll have Will the you, updated though? stand. Will you? I was up by, like, eight games, so I'm pretty sure I'm still in uh, first no, place. I'm pretty sure I was up by eight games, so I'm willing to reset to zero. Again, the power of podcasting. Everybody can go back and prove you a liar on their own right now. Go for it. Go, please do. Please go for it. Um, but I'm going to make the first pick because I've won every week. So, far. <laughs> so I'm just going to assume I that won I won a couple of times. And I'm just going to assume that I'm going to win this one. And I'm going to take Houston minus one and a half because I think they're going to go mm. into the Indy and I think they're going to get the win. All right. I'm going Steelers minus three on the road. Oh, or, I'm sorry. Plus the. Oh, it is minus three. It's yeah, Steelers minus they're, three? They're road favorites. They're not playing anybody. Yeah, I'll go, I will go. don't care. That's why the Bengals are seven points. I'd like it even more if the Ravens were minus three at home. Do you want them? Do you want plus three? No. You can't have I want, it anyway. So. I want the Steelers minus three That's on the road. I was going to give you the Steelers plus three, but I wasn't, I wasn't really going to do it. Okay. I was just joking. Right. It was pointing. All right, leg. make your pick already. Oh, here, I'll do the Jacob impersonation. <laughs> Take about five where, minutes. Where do I go with this pick? Give me the Broncos plus three against the Raiders. And maybe that's just an optimism pick because we need that if the Steelers lose. But I just think that, you know, the Raiders are so hot and cold. It is home for Vegas, but what does that really mean? Uh, I'll go Broncos. Remind me of your first pick? Houston minus one. And okay, a half. I'll take Buffalo on the row minus two and a half. Ooh, see, I just We're think, confident see, in I, Buffalo. I, I think Miami's going to roll. Even when I pretend to say it, I can't. It's get, like, it makes no sense. You, you can't like, even why, finish the sentence because it's so that? ridiculous. I mean, Dolphins win; it's close, right? The only rolling yeah, of the right. team is the Buffalo. Is Buffalo over Miami. pouncing on them? Yeah. Mm, I'm tempted to take the the Cowboys minus thirteen, but here's they go up by a lot. They might just pull everybody, and then maybe the Commanders backdoor cover that or something like that. Uh, Philly minus six against the Giants. They've been so bad lately. Oh, I know who I'm taking. Oh, wow. Plus three, because they're going to win straight up. In fact, here's a little Tom wow. special. Take the money line on the Bears, because they're going to win. But I'll take the plus three as far as our triple play is concerned. The Bears. Wow. Okay. Um, For my last pick, yeah, there's there could be some weird backdoor covers in there. Oh, yeah, where'd I go? <laughs> I'm going to go. Oh, 
I'm tempted to, to pick against you. I'll, I'll do this. Seattle on the road, minus three against Arizona. That's pretty low as far as points. I think that's good. I think, I think you know, Seattle may be struggling, maybe lower that line than it should have been. Maybe Like, Seattle should be favored by a touchdown against this bad Arizona. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think that's a bad play. But then again, when lines are low like that, you can get kind of nervous. All right, Steelers game prediction time. Uh, I think we're both thinking a Steelers win. Yep. I'm going to say three straight weeks. 33 Steelers, 20 Ravens. Three wow. straight weeks with 30 three points. Three straight weeks. I like it. I might join you in that. I'll go Steelers 31, Ravens 23. All right, and last thing. <clears throat> are they in or are they out? I think they're out. I think they're in. I think the Jags are going to lose. I think the Jags are know. going to lose. All right, you're the hater. Because, because the, the Jags are just as desperate as the Steelers. They're in a must-win situation. Yeah, but the Titans might be playing a better team of players than the Ravens. Are. Is it for the Jaguars if they lose, they're out entirely? If the Steelers win, yeah. Maybe there's, maybe there's a way they can sneak, but yeah, they're out entirely if the Steelers win. Same with Buffalo, really. Unless the Jags lose, too. I just have a feeling that Come Sunday, the Steelers will have already won, and the Jaguars backs up against the wall. We have to win this game. Trevor Lawrence has to go in there and and not have the game of his life, but play better than he has these last, what, eight or nine weeks in order to get there. I I, I have a feeling he's going to do it. Jacob, and then Buffalo wins. Jacob thinks it's over. After I don't Saturday. think it's over. Yeah, I just you just said you do. Well, no, I don't want you to think I'm I'm in this quitter. I'm quitting on the team. Kinda. I, I'm not quitting on the team. I'm predicting my team to win. But how's that not, quitting on my team? I'm saying my team wins. But not go to the playoffs. I it's that's what you get for losing to Arizona and New England and putting your team's uh, faith in other teams' hands. That's what you get. So he is the doubter and the hater. I'm not the doubter and the hater. Sorry, who did you pick last week between Seattle and and Pittsburgh? I told you my notebook. I don't have it. I I remember. remember. You picked Seattle. I I picked Pittsburgh. I don't think so. Uh, I'm thinking that they're going to make the playoffs. Titans are going to beat the Jags. We'll find out who's right next Tuesday. I hope to God I'm right because I really, really want to. I hope I'm wrong. I want to do a playoff week. I want to. I want to get pumped. I want to get hyped up for the playoffs. I want a, a playoff matchup, and there's always that wonder. What if you go on a nice little run here? But you need a ticket to the dance to get yeah. to do that. So hopefully we get to that point. For Jacob Brecht, I'm Tom Opferman. Week 18 craziness is here. It's a little over 24 hours away at this point. So enjoy Saturday's game. Steelers get the win, hopefully, and then buckle up for Sunday. Root your ass off for the Titans. Root your ass off for the Dolphins. And we'll be back, like I said, next Tuesday, recapping it all on the Steelers' standard. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.